Pastors Larry and Tiz Huck welcome you to this weekly Torah study from New Beginnings Church in Bedford, Texas, taught by Pastor Scott Sigmund. We pray this message will help you better understand how God's Old Testament wisdom and New Testament revelation are meant to jointly fit together. This is Pastor Wonder, so we want to welcome you. Thank you for being with us. Thank you for for uh, listening to this podcast. I speak life and blessings over you. Uh, our main focus today will be in Deuteronomy chapter 26, um, verse 1 through 29. Deuteronomy chapter 26, verse chapter 26, verse 1, and then Deuteronomy 29, verse 8. Kitavu, which means when you enter. When God comes in, all things change. Listen, we can be facing any situation. The only thing I suggest you not to do is only allow him to walk in when things are fine. When things are not fine. You know, a lot of times we have the tendency of doing this. When things are going wrong, that's when we want him to enter. We want him to be in every day, 24-7, 365 days of the year. He must be there. Kitavu means when you enter. You know, today is Elu 17, number 17. There's 17 more days, is that what it is? Uh, if you want to read, we have this devotional that we do, uh, 40 days of devotional. Go to LarryHawksMinistry.com. Is there, follow the devotional. It's amazing, great lessons that you can learn from there. But today we're talking about this. What makes the blessing of God possible? What makes the blessing of God possible? Well, welcome to our Torah study today. It just so happened that today we are studying Torah portion number 50. This is God's number for Jubilee, which is a time of great freedom, great redemption, restoration, and restitution. Is any here, anyone ready for the restitution in your life? For a restoration in your life? For a transformation in your life? Listen, I've been ready. These past few weeks, I said, Lord, I am ready for a transformation. You know, there's things that people don't know that I'm facing. This past three months has been crazy. But I said, Lord, I'm ready for a restoration in my life. When he enters, you know, 50 is associated with one of the great feasts of the Lord, which is the Feast of Weeks, Shavuot, which Christians know as Pentecost, Shavuot. It's symbolic. It's symbolic of a great outpouring of the Bible at Mount Sinai, which is God's wisdom and revelation knowledge. You know, I've been praying lately, Lord, I don't want to uh, uh, walk in my own understanding, but I want to walk under the wisdom and revelation of your word. You know, a lot of times, like I said, just a few minutes ago, we, were, we have to learn how to pick our battles. You know, and how do you do that? By having wisdom. How do you do that? By spending time in the word of God. You know, so it's no coincidence. This, this it's outpouring of financial freedom. Anybody needs financial freedom, a breakthrough in your finance, 
I need a breakthrough in my finances. Prosperity and blessings. You know, and nothing wrong being prosperous. And nothing wrong having financial freedom. And nothing wrong having more than enough. Listen, we don't want to lack anything. Because when we have enough, we can expand the kingdom of God. So it is no coincidence that one of the main themes in today's study is, uh, study are the blessings of Deuteronomy 28. You know, before we read some of the chapter, let's just generally talk about the blessing. How many of you, how many of you realize that today that the blessing of the Lord is what makes you rich? Without his blessing, we can't make it. Without his blessing, we are nothing. If you're healthy today, if you have a car, if you have a, 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 a roof under your head, you know, if you're able to walk, if you're able to drive here to church this morning, it's because of the blessing of the Lord that makes you rich. You know, the Lord is who makes you rich. Psalms 35, 27 says this, the Lord takes pleasure in prospering his servants. He takes pleasure in blessing you. He takes pleasure in walking with you. He takes pleasure in making you richer and richer for His glory. It's not about showing off. It's not about letting people know that you have this and that. It's for you to expand the kingdom of God. Listen, we must understand God will only bless us when we know for fact that we receive His blessings to push forward His kingdom. To extend His kingdom. Luke 12, 32, it says, it's your father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. I'm ready for the kingdom. I want the keys of the kingdom. I want to be able to do great things for the glory of God. I want to be able to show the world that we serve a God that is above all things. A God that is able to do more than what I can think or imagine. A God that is always there for us when I need the most. Or whenever I'm just going through an amazing time of my life. He is always there for us. So what we need to understand as Christians is that the foundation of being blessed comes from the Lord himself. He is the blessing. That's the final statement. He is the blessing. So when we walk, when we talk about this, we start with the concept that every gift comes from the giver. Does we need to seek the giver? Listen to this. This is very important. Does we need to seek the giver Thus, we need to seek the giver and not just the gifts that he provides. Seek the giver and not just his gifts. There are people that are lost out there because they're going after the gifts. But when you recognize the giver, when you recognize the Lord, when you recognize Jesus Christ, the Father, he gives you. It's his good and pleasant He's, he's, he's happy and excited to give us more than what we can imagine when we recognize the giver. When we teach on the blessing of God, it's not some sort of get rich quick scheme. Okay? There's a lot of preachers out there. Those are the false prophets that the Bible talks about it. You give and your life will be different. You give now, whatever, and then this is not how it goes. (laughs) 
you serve the giver. <laughs> when you serve the giver, you obey the giver. When you obey the word, the Torah, when you obey the word of God, you will be richer. Not because you're seeking to be richer, but you are seeking the giver. You can't deceive God. Amen? It's not going to work to try and get the... It's not going to work to try to get the blessing in favor of God if you have hidden agendas and your motives aren't righteous. It goes back to you only go to God when you need it. That's not how it should be. What are your motives today? Lord, what are my motives? You know, Proverbs says that... uh, uh, the heart is deceitful. Is that how you say it? Yeah. Uh, just trying to make sure I'm not costing anybody. You know, but that's what Proverbs says. We have to be so careful. Because a lot of times, you know, a lot of times we don't know what we're capable of doing it. So at every day you have to humble yourself. Get on your knees. Say, Lord, I'm just dust. I am nothing. I humiliate myself before you and recognize that it's you. If it's not for you, I am nothing. Because otherwise, we have the wrong motives in our hearts. God looks on our hearts and knows whether we are sincere and surrendered to Him. And it's important for us to consider this. If the only thing Jesus did through His sacrifice was provide us eternal life, but with no earthly and financial blessings included, we could still never praise him enough. If it was the only thing that he did by giving his son, Jesus Christ, to die on the cross more than 2,000 years ago, so that today I could be here, that's enough. When he heals us, it's not that we deserve healing. He does that so others can see that he is God. He is the healer. He is Jehovah Rapha. Do I deserve? No, I don't deserve anything because I was a sinner. But by your mercy and grace, today I have what I need to proclaim the name of the Lord. The fact is that the fact is that Jesus not only died to forgive our sins and break every curse, he also came to reconnect us to the covenant blessing of God. Amen. This is not just a spiritual blessing, it's a physical and financial blessing. It includes health and healing and also financial blessings. John 10:10 10, 10 says this. John 10:10 10, 10. The thief does not come except to steal and to kill and to destroy. That's what he's good at. Come to kill, steal, and destroy. I have come that they may have life and that they may have it more abundantly. Is there anyone here that knows that we have life more abundantly because of him? Can we praise Jesus right now? Can we glorify his name? Can we lift up our hands and say, Lord, thank you. If it wasn't for you, the thief comes to kill, steal, and destroy. But you come to give me life more abundantly. How many of you are grateful for Jesus? Jesus came to secure your blessings. Is that music playing here? Okay, I rebuke you. I like dancing, but not right now. 
Listen, Jesus came to secure our blessings. He did this so you could come out of darkness, out of sin, out of poverty, and walk in the light and in the blessing of God. You know, his intention is for you to be blessed, not just for your own enjoyment, but for the advancement of the gospel. I want to say this again, you know, spiritually, he wants to bless you spiritually. The blessing of God is the gateway to the supernatural. The blessing of God is the gateway to the supernatural. We must understand this. It may take you places. It will take you to places you can't get on your own. I say this, guys. It's very important that we understand this. You know, I see, I, there isn't a statement. I, I heard someone saying one day at CFNI, the statement, and it just got me mad. Let me, let me say this. Not everything that I say, you believe. You go to the Word. Okay? All right, let me make sure pastor's saying something that makes sense. The Word of God. You know, I heard a guy saying one time a statement that, he say, I just sit back and relax and watch God do his thing. You don't sit back and relax. <laughs> you do your part. <laughs> you stand up. <laughs> you rise up. <laughs> I'm going to fight until there's nothing else that I can do. Because whatever I can do in the natural, I will do. But when it gets to the point that I can't do anything else in the natural, God acts in the supernatural. <laughs> He is the gateway to the supernatural. Blessings of God is the gateway to the supernatural. But you do your part. It will take you places you cannot cannot get on your own. It will allow for amazing things to happen. When you trust the Lord, there's joy, there's peace, there's healing, and there's miracle breakthroughs. The blessings will bring you a revelation, knowledge, divine favor, anointing to fight your battles and prosper even in a farm. Even when things are going wrong, even when things are going wrong, you will prosper. It will promote you even in the world when everything is going wrong, when everything is going against you, it will promote you further and further. When you are living in the blessing, your light will shine. We were called to shine our light in the darkness. Sometimes we don't want to go to places because it's too dark. But when you have the blessing of God, you must go to these places because you shine. You're bright. You're light. I want you to praise God today. You have a covenant right to expect expect the blessing of God in your life to work on your behalf. So praise God. You know, always remember, you have to live like you have a partnership with God. And we do have a partnership with God. And that goes back to what I just said a few minutes ago. You don't wait for him to do his thing before you do your thing. Because you are in a partnership. (laughs) You do your part, he does his part, you know. This is how the blessing will continue to manifest. When you do your part, okay. This means you need to be in agreement with his word and his ways every day. How do you are in agreement with his word? My people lack what? 
for, knowledge, for lack of knowledge, right? We spend time in his word. You are in partnership with him, but he is the senior pastor. He is the senior partner. He writes the rules. And we just follow the rules. Our job is to learn his ways, his divine principles, and then put them into practice up on the rock of willingness and obedience and with the power of his word and the power of the Holy Spirit, anything is possible in our lives. Listen, you might be facing something right now and you're like, man, God has left me behind. God has forsaken me. Listen, I'll tell you one thing. He has not forsaken you. You are doing your part. He will do his part at the right time. There's a time. Ecclesiastes says that there's time for everything. There's a time for you to cry. There's a time for you to smile. There's a time that you will face tribulation. But there's a time that you rejoice in his word. Because when you are in his word, when you are stunned when you are putting your life completely in God nothing can come against you sometimes I think I'm like I get in that I get so passionate about the word of God but then I start thinking in Portuguese and trying to translate it into English it doesn't make sense I say wait slow down (laughs) this brings us to one of the most awesome passages of the scripture in the Bible Deuteronomy 28 Listen, here the Lord lays out many amazing promises and also very plainly shows us the blessings or the curses depending on whether we follow the Bible or not. So here we see blessings and curses. Now it's, you know what's cool about God? That he actually allows us to make our own choices. So yeah, he's so, he's so kind. <laughs> I knock. If you open, let me in, I'll walk in. (laughs) But if not, hey, it's your loss, you know. But this is so cool. It depends how you you interact with him. That will depend how much blessings you get, you know. Whether we are only hearers or also doers of the word, that would determine how much you get. And again, this isn't for eternal life. It's for an abundant life and the blessed life right now in this present world. Deuteronomy 28, I'm, I'm reading from the Living Bible. If you fully obey all these commandments of the Lord your God, the laws I am declaring to you today, God will transform you into the greatest nation in the world. These are the blessings that will come up on you. Blessings in the city. Blessings in the field. Many children, come on. Ample crops, large flocks and herds. Blessings of fruit and bread. Blessings when you come in. Blessings when you go out. (laughs) That's the kind of life that I want to have. When I come in, there's something that happens. Something shifts in the atmosphere. Have you been to places that is just so dark, but when you come in, it seems like, man, they all bow. Not before you. They bow. before the Lord that is in you before the one that is before you the one that is taking you in the path of victory they see you and they're like man we demons I'll tell you what my grandmother she was such a woman of God I just remember this we will be praying that's how much she uh, reverenced God we would be praying, us as family, together with my grandma. And she wanted to go to the restroom. 
So she would excuse herself to the Lord. Lord, excuse me, but I got to go to the restroom. That's how much reference she had towards the Lord. I mean, that's intimacy. (laughs) You have to be intimate. Hey, I'm going to go to the restroom right now. (laughs) That's intimacy. One day, she was walking on the streets of Sao Paulo, big city, and there was a dog that was loose. It was like a pit bull or something, you know? And the dog came, and he was ready to attack her. She commanded him to stop in the name of the Lord, and the dog completely got frozen right there. And then, one day, she tells me, she used to tell me, tell, tell me these stories. And I would think, man, how in the world can somebody do that? It's only through really having the Lord. Not going after the gifts, but going after the giver. <laughs> Spending time with the giver. You know, when you spend time with the giver, you get the gifts. I got, I got goosebumps right now. Because when you spend time with the giver, there is gifts for you. One time they came in and they put a gun in her head. Guess what? She started praying, and then she looked at that criminal, and she started preaching the gospel. He put his gun down. He put his gun down. He started crying, and he said, I walked away from the Lord. My mom is a Christian, and she's probably praying for me right now. And I want to return to the presence of the Lord. Guess what? He got rid of that gun. He gave his life to Jesus. That's because somebody spent time with the giver. When you spend time with the giver, you have the gifts. <laughs> 11, the Lord will give you an abundance of good things in the land, just as he promised. Many children, many cattle, and abundant crops. He will open to you his wonderful treasury of rain in the heavens to give you fine crops every season. Lord, we need rain right now. (laughs) He will bless everything you do, and you shall lend to many nations, but shall not borrow from them. Listen, you will give. You will give. You will have more than enough to give and not ask back. You know? He will bless you in everything that you do. Uh, 13, if you, if you will only listen and obey the commandments of the Lord your God that I am giving you today, he will make you the head and not the tail. And you shall always have the upper hand. Come on. I want to be head and not tail. I want to make the difference. What a list of blessings. Amen. It was given to us as part of the covenant. It describes what happens for those who are under the Lord's umbrella of authority. For Christians who know their Bible, this is the New Testament version of John 10.10 10 that says this, which is the Amplifier Bible. Uh, the thief comes only in order to steal and kill and destroy. I came that, may, that you may have abundant life. Overflow of blessings. John second, beloved, I pray that you may prosper in all things and be in health just as your soul prospers. You know, we go through our weeks busy, 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 busy. We work hard, all of us. And then on Sundays, it's like your flesh is like, we were made of what? Flesh, spirit, and soul, right? 
Our flesh is so tired. We did cleaning this past two days, me and my wife. You know, we've been so busy. I said, man, we got to do a dip cleaning in our house. Man, we haven't finished yet. Don't tell anybody. Our flesh is like, man, I don't want to go to church. Our soul is like, whatever. But there's a spirit. <laughs> there's a spirit that is interceding. How do you say it? Interceding before the Lord. And then, so, get up, tell your flesh to do something right now. <laughs> your knowledge, your, your intellect, right? So, tell your flesh, get up and go to church. And then you come to church, and what happens? You rejoice, because He renews our strength, because the joy of the Lord is our strength. So what the Lord does in these first five verses is to lay out many of the specifics on what defines and releases the blessed life. You could say in this way, what you put into the Christian life is the measurement God uses for how much he will get out of the Christian life. It's called sowing and reaping or the seed sowing principle. You want to harvest? You sow. It's a partnership. <laughs> we can't forget it's a partnership. We are living in the world right now, especially the younger people. I'm 43, so there's not a lot of young, there's no younger people here. Man, they feel we all work for them. They just think like, whatever, you just do this for me. They don't even know how to use kind words. Hey, could you please? You know, they, they forgot these words. Please. The other day, there was this, this kid that I was sitting in a chair, and I walked away. When I came back, he was sitting there. He said, can you move? I'm like, dude. <laughs> so you know how it is, working at a college. They, they feel like we own them something. That's not how it is with God. God doesn't own us anything. We are in a partnership with him, you know? We work with him. <laughs> Ask yourself today, are you planting plenty seeds of righteousness? Are you planting plenty of seeds of blessings? <laughs> you want God's blessing? Do something. <laughs> so as that all comes together and you are flowing with the Lord in this, it opens the door to the blessings of God. And as we've already stated, the blessing is for all Christians and includes success and prosperity in every area of our lives. Here's a summary according to Deuteronomy 28, 1 through 14 of the abundant blessing that always awaits you when you follow God's instruction. Let me give you a summary that awaits you when you follow God's instructions. You will be abundantly blessed no matter who you are or where you are from. It's just, when you are there with God, it's just going to happen. You will be abundantly blessed in everything you set your hand to. Woo! 
Everything you set your hand to will be blessed. You will be surrounded with the blessing of God. You will be divinely protected no matter what attack may come against you. You will receive an anointing from the Lord that breaks every yoke of bondage. You will see the favor of God increase and your status improve dramatically. You will receive a flow of treasure spiritually, physically, and financially. You will become the head and not the tail above only and never beneath and so much more. All you got to do is go in partnership with the giver, not the gifts. Praise God for his blessings. Let me tell you a few things now that will help you so the blessings of God become manifested in your life. Faithfully study the word of God. Like you are in God's master degree program. <laughs> are you going to college? Are you going to university? Yes, I'm in God's master's degree program. I spend time in his word. <laughs> Jewish people, man, they, they spend every day in his word. You know? The Orthodox, they, they get paid to study the word of God. Come on, that's amazing. <laughs> you know? <laughs> They spend time with the Lord. You know, develop a strong prayer life. Listen, you cannot make it if you don't pray. I've tried because I'm like, oh, man, I don't want to pray today. Listen, a lot of times we are very religious and we think that for us to pray, we got to get on our knees. We got to close our eyes. But listen, you can be driving your car and praying. You can be washing dishes and praying. <laughs> you can be out there doing whatever you're doing. And spiritually, in your mind, you are speaking to God. And He is listening to you. And you will receive because you are in intimacy with the giver. Let's cancel religiosity. Oh, I have to do this. I have to do No, 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 no. Spend time with God every I'm here right now, but my mind is going, Lord, I pray that you will use me as a vassal. I pray that whatever I say will become a manifestation of your word. You know, you can do that. Biblical qualities that make the blessing possible. With joy, develop an attitude of gratitude and thanksgiving. I told you guys, I changed my attitude. These past three months has been hard. But I was like, dude, I got to change my attitude. It's okay. It's been hard, but so what? I know who I serve. <laughs> An enemy, you will not distract me. You will not move me from what God has for me. I'm on the right track. I'm in the right path. <laughs> you try to push me a little bit to the right, but I push myself to the left. And I get back in the center of God's will. And I walk through the center of God's will. And I know that he will do more than what I can think or imagine. Because we serve a God that is above all things. Listen, you might be thinking, it's over. You might be thinking, I can't do it no more. No, it's just the beginning. Don't quit right now. Don't quit. Because you are spending time with the giver. And the giver will give you the gifts. There's a blessed life for you. Cheerfully use God's blessing to be a blessing. Let me say this. How many of you know the Lord Jesus Christ as your personal Savior? Don't keep it to yourself. 
<laughs> That's a blessing. <laughs> you were called to go and preach and make the difference. That's a blessing. Share with others what God has been doing in your life. Don't be embarrassed to walk to somebody and say, listen, I want to share something with you. I was lost. I was in deep sin. But one day, I found a Savior that has transformed my life. One day, I was out there I love your testimony, brother. You are, you're such a powerhouse. You, sometimes you don't realize this. God took this man from, from dirty life, and today he's here serving. He has a beautiful family. God gave him a wife. God gave him a baby. Listen, don't keep it to yourself. When you think where you used to be and where you are right now, you bring it out there and show people that we know that there is a God that is possible to do things that you cannot imagine. With integrity, treat others the way you like to be treated. Treat others the way you like to be treated. Don't embarrass people in front of others. Don't yell at people. Be kind. You know, some people, they come to church on Sunday, they're so kind. But then you find them at work during the week, they're like the devil. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Be nice to people. We're all the same. We came from the same place. We're going back to the same place. Dust. <laughs> you know, this is just how it is. <laughs> If you go to the cemetery right now, hey, <laughs> what would you find? Would you find black, white, yellow, green? No, you will find bones completely destroyed. You know, we are all the same. Treat people with respect. Love one another if you want God's blessings. Integrity, it's so important. Be patient. Ooh, sometimes I'm like, I, I got to work on that. that I, 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 hey, I'm a sinner right there. <laughs> Even Pablo, Pablo tells me, One is, how do you want me to, she's like, how do, you, how do you want me to help you if you don't tell me? I just like doing it myself because I don't have patience to uh, explain everything. But Lord, help me, help me to be patient. I've been laying hands over me lately. I cast this. I cast out. I rebuke you. Lord, help me to be more patient. Be patient with others. Hear them. Listen to them. There is a world that is crying out. And they want you to hear them. If you don't hear them, how can you share? If you don't even know what they need. Learn how to forgive. Ooh, that's hard. Learn how to forgive. You want to have God's blessings? Learn how to say, I forgive you. Oh, I actually want to kill you. But I forgive you. I forgive you. So don't give place to grudges, bitterness, and resentment. Humbly learn to say you're sorry. Learn how to say I'm sorry. Even if you're not, even if it wasn't your fault. A smile changed everything. You know, brother, you're a pain. But I'm sorry. Don't say you're a pain. 
but say, I'm sorry. (laughs) Say, I'm sorry. That could shift everything. Our attitude will shift everything. With empathy, judge the whole of a person favorably. Don't make complaining and arguing, arguing, arguing the strong point in your personality. Seek the wisdom and counsel of God before making big decisions. Let me show you guys a show you guys a little story that happened to me. Years ago, we're almost finishing. What time you guys finish normally? 9:45, 9:40. We got 5 minutes. When I first got married to my beautiful bride, it was like six months into our living together as husband and wife. One day she was working and I was off from work. So I I had just purchased a brand new Volkswagen, Golf Volkswagen, GTI, super nice, brand new. It was literally like six months into it. But I always wanted to test drive a BMW. So I walked into the store and these salesman, it was so good. He looked at me and he said, Wanderson, when you go to these refined restaurants, do they run to your car? No, they don't because it's just a Volkswagen. But if you have a BMW, they will run to the door, open the door. They will be so kind to you because it smells like money. Guess what? I did not consult my wife. Six months into being married, I showed up at home with a brand new BMW. And I say, when she, we lived in an apartment, I think it was like third or fourth floor. I, I parked the car next to the building. I said, baby, I got a surprise for you. <laughs> that was a surprise of hell. <laughs> she didn't talk to me for almost a week. Whenever you're ready to make a big decision, take a big step. Don't do it on your own. Consult your husband, your wife, but also consult God first. Making big decisions, you got to seek wisdom from God. And whenever you serve others, lest, whenever you serve others, do everything with excellency. Because you're not representing New Beginnings Church. You're representing the kingdom of God. You're representing the king of kings, the Lord of lords, the great I am. The blessings of God are there for us. Not that we deserve. But because we spend time with the giver, we will always receive what we need. I love Matthew 24 that talks about, is it Matthew 24 that talks about the, the birds in the air that he will provide for the birds, the lilies of the valley. They are cloth and majesty, beautiful. 
how much more he will do for each one of us. Amen? Be blessed today. Let's pray. If you're watching, thank you for watching or listening to us. We pray that God will continue to grow in your life. I pray that you will continue to have, be more intimate of God. That you will spend time, not just when you get on your knees or in your sacred place, but 24-7. That's how it should be. I speak a special blessing today, Lord, every, over every life over here. We declare your word, the word of truth, Father. There's promises for each one of us. We take ownership. And Father, I pray that you will give us wisdom for us to do our part in this partnership with you. So that when we come to places where we can't do anything else, the supernatural starts working in our lives. Thank you for this tour portion. 50, thank you. Thank you for allowing us to learn from you. Thank you for Pastor Scott, Pastor Lydia. They are the leaders of this ministry here with the Torah. I pray a special blessing over them. I pray over our pastor, Pastor Larry and Pastor Tiz once again. I speak life and blessings. Father, let our hearts be open to receive your word today. Let us rejoice in your presence. In your holy name, Jesus, we pray. Amen, amen, amen. Thank you for coming in today. Love you guys.